Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, give him a hand, praise. He's worthy. He's worthy. So worthy. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for your love. For your love. Come with us now to the book of Acts, chapter 28, verses 1 through 6. The book of Acts, chapter 28, verses 1 through 6. And now let us stand out of reverence for God's holy word. Listen now for the word of the Lord. After we had reached safety, we then learned that the island was called Malta. The natives showed up. They showed us unusual kindness. Since it had begun to rain and was cold, they, they kindled a fire and welcomed all of us around it. Paul had gathered a bundle of brushwood and was putting it on the fire when a viper, driven out by the heat, fastened itself on his hand. And when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, this man must be a murderer. Though he has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. He However, shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. They were expecting him to swell up or drop dead. But after they had waited a long time and saw that nothing unusual had happened to him, they changed their minds and began to say that he was a god. The word of God for the people of God. God. You may be seated. Smile this morning, smile. You are a beautiful people. And now won't you pray with me? Oh God Almighty all-knowing, everywhere present, God, the creator of the universe, God, the savior of the world, God, the Holy Spirit that dwells within us and walks the earth with us each day and each night. Lord, I come to you now. I come asking that you will allow the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength. You are my healer. 
and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray it. Let the church say, amen, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, yeah. shake the devil off. Look at your other neighbor and say, neighbor, yeah. shake the devil off. In this current time that I call living in the last days, we find a personality running rampant throughout our society. And the Bible calls him Satan or the devil. The tragedy in the world today is that the church even itself doesn't like to talk about the devil. Somebody help me up in here. There is no army as we are that would ever go to war without knowing how to conquer their enemy. Look at your neighbor and say, never be afraid of the enemy. And so this scripture will help us see and learn something from Pastor Paul about how to deal with the devil. Beloved, have you ever gone through something and just as soon as you were about to celebrate your victory, something else happened? <laughs> it's called, when it rains, what? It pours. Sometimes life has a way of just saturating you with one situation after another. Sometimes you have years like that or months like that or weeks or days. And so in our lesson this morning, we find Paul the Apostle, Pastor Paul, coming out of a very difficult situation and landing on an island that offered some degree of safety and kindness and peace. Isn't that just like God? When he allows things to happen in our lives, trouble don't last always. There comes a time when he will rest us in a place that offers safety, kindness, and peace. Pastor Paul found the people who welcomed him on the island to be very hospitable and very kind. And the Bible says they showed unusual kindness. You know what? You know what? It must be really, really nice. It must be wonderful just to find yourself just coming out of trouble and into the company of some wonderful people. Somebody say amen. amen. Well, the church ought to be a place like that. The church ought to be a place of refuge for those who have found life difficult. The church needs to be a resting stop along life's highway, a place where you can go and be encouraged after the storm and hugged after the fight. Smile that on a Sunday morning, a place where people are, are concerned about your welfare and keeping you on their mind, in their hearts, and in their prayers, a place where you can get prayed over. The church ought to be a haven of peace and fellowship. 
Young people today say they have enough hell on their jobs, in their families, in life. They don't want to come to a church where they can find no peace. That's why we call this place the sanctuary. It's a walled and sanctioned place to be because in this place, we are so covered with God's glory and walled into his word that this is a place of rest. Somebody say amen. All oh, the world needs to know that there's a place where they can go and be welcomed and treated with love and respect simply because they're human beings. The church needs to be the island in the midst of the world's chaos, not just the few, but for many. Pastor Paul had reached safety on an island called Malta where the people showed him, the Bible says, unusual kindness. And then they even kindled a fire and they, and they welcomed everybody around it. Look at your neighbor say, sounds like the church to me. And in the midst of all of this peace, everything was going fine. Pastor Paul was chilling, glad that the battle was over, feeling his old happy basking in the feeling of victory. He came out of a storm on the sea and landed on an island and he was alive and well. He was glad that the previous situation didn't take him out. Paul was riding high, so he started to help in the making of the fire. The word says Paul had gathered a bundle of brushwood and was putting it on the fire when a viper snake, driven out by the heat, fastened itself on his hand. Look at his say, oh my. Ooh. That ain't funny, is it? That's serious. Oh my. You know what, my beloved? Trouble is something else. Look at his neighbor say, trouble ain't no joke. Ain't no joke. If only, you know, we could predict trouble coming and that would help. If only we could hear a warning siren. If only we could get a hint that it's about to strike. But in reality, we never know when something's going to happen that will shake us to the foundation of our very being. We just never know. As a Christian, we ought to always be prepared. But now listen to me, if the truth be told, sometimes we do get a hint. Sometimes we see trouble coming. We get some warning signs sometimes. But you know us, we ignore trouble. We blind the trouble. You know, we don't look or listen to the warning signs of trouble. Let, just let me try to help you this morning. Let's let me try to help you with a few things. Uh, listen, listen. If your fiance is 45 years old 
and he ain't never had a job for over six months. That's a warning sign. Beloved, if you've been coughing for six weeks and it won't get better, that's just a warning sign. If, you, if your knee is hurting and you can't stop it, that's a warning sign. If you find the love note in her purse, my brother, and it's signed by Tyrone and your name is James, <laughs> that's a sign. <laughs> Many times, life is kind enough and the Holy Spirit loves us enough to give us a sign that trouble is coming. However, however, there are those times when everything is going just like you prayed it would and suddenly everything just seems to fall apart. Look at your neighbor and say, it can happen. So we're learning today. Paul the apostle had become the victim of a sudden attack from the enemy. And the lesson is that we need to always be on guard and always be prayed up and geared up for the enemy because we never know when. See, we think the enemy attacks the world. But the fact is the enemy already got the world. <laughs> They're already working for him. He ain't got to attack them. The enemy attacks the people he doesn't already have. And the enemy's biggest coup in these last days is his attack on the church of Jesus Christ. But listen, even seeing all the signs of trouble coming, the devil is such a trickster. He's a trickster, he's a liar and a deceiver. You have to learn to discern spirits. I smile at some people and still know they got the devil in them. They, you, you, you gotta be able to discern some spirits, child of God. Don't ever get so relaxed that you don't pray, beloved. Don't wait till you get in trouble to pray. Don't ever get so comfortable that you forget that the devil is busy and do not even take God for granted and stop praising him? People can't do the simplest things that God asked them to do. So I, I don't know what's, what's going to happen in the future. Not even the simplest things. Don't, don't take God for granted and not praise him. Colossians 4 and 3 says, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 6 says, so then let us not be like others who are asleep. We're the church. We're supposed to be alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for somebody to devour. Look at your name and say, that's the truth. And now, beloved, look at what trouble in your life does to the people who were so good to you and friendly when you were okay. The people who smiling in your face when you were okay. Look at this. 
says, when the natives saw the creature hanging from Paul's hand, they said to one another, this man must be a murderer. Hmm. Though he escaped from the sea, all oh, justice then caught up with him now. Justice ain't gonna even allow him to live. You know what? It just amazes me how quickly people can turn on you when you're in trouble. How about me say amen? You know, it's the truth. When the devil is out of their house for just a little while and the devil is in your house, they'll drop you like a hot potato. And then they start talking about you. Just at the time when you need help the most, they talking about you. You see, the snake had fastened itself on the pole, and the people were gossiping. Do, do you know what it is for trouble to fasten itself onto you, beloved? It just seems like you can't get rid of that habit. It just seems like the more uh, he dogs you, the more you keep going back for more. Sometimes you look at your situation, you realize that you, you've been dealing with the same problems for 20 years. Nothing has changed. You, you just gotten used to being in a mess. The devil has been bringing injury to your finances now for some 25 years. Oh, your child has been on drugs for over 10 years. You just lost your third car. Getting ready to walk down the aisle for the fourth time, and you just 22 years old. Let's make him 32. Or let's make her 32. 32 years old. You need to spread that out, girl. Trouble will fasten to us. Trouble likes to get a grip on us. Trouble wants to reside in an area in our life. And when people ought to be encouraging you, they talking. They ain't praying. They talking. When people ought to be praying for you, they lying on you. When people need to be offering you their assistance, they running in the opposite direction. The Bible says the creature was hanging from his hand. Well, that means, too, that his business was out there for everybody to see. Uh, even a more reason for them to try to be of help. You know, but sometimes people can't help you, beloved. Somebody need to say amen. amen. Sometimes people can't help you, and it's terrible today that we trust people more than we do God himself. We have faith in people more than we do faith in God. It's a sad thing. We go to Facebook before we go to our knees. It's a sad thing. Instagram, whatever you call it, everybody and everybody bid. <laughs> Ain't got nothing else to do but see what somebody else is doing. I run from things like that because I don't like people in my business now. You know, people in your business, that's a bad thing. Everybody knowing what go on in your house. They don't give them time to take care of what's going on in their house. They so busy looking at what's going on in your house. I mean, if you look at it, just use it. Pray for the people that you see on the Facebook and there. Pray for the people. Sometimes send them a prayer. Isn't that a wonderful thing? How we could use media in such a positive way. Send them an encouraging word. Send them a Bible verse. 
Send them something to lift them up. Send them a smiley face. With a heart coming out of it. Raise my spirits up. Don't go on to be nosy. Go on to pray for somebody. But the thing is, sometimes people can't help you, beloved, if you spend more time with people than you do with God. And so you better be able to help yourself by calling on the name of Jesus and doing what God says to do. Listen, Pastor Paul, being the Christian that he was, Paul being the child of God that he was, Paul being the faithful servant that he was, Paul who walked and talked with the Lord every day throughout the day, Paul who gave of himself completely and totally to the Lord. The Bible says this kind of person, Paul, the apostle, who had gone against Christians and persecuted Christians and on a road called Damascus, Lord touched him and changed him forever. And so the Bible says, however, well, I like that word, however, Paul shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. He shook off the creature in the fire. And he suffered no harm. You know, beloved, it's a foolish thing to laugh at a Bible toting, praying, worshiping, praising child of God. People be talking about how folks act in church. You need to be acting like that. If you was off into God, you wouldn't be knowing what nobody else is doing. You so often praising God yourself. <laughs> well, I'm praising him. I'm off into my own words. It's him, me and him, me and him. Me and him. It's of no lasting delight for anybody to take for granted the strength of a Christian who is grounded in the word of God. It's to the devil's advantage even. To just stay away from one of God's showing off, faithful, praising, praying children. It's the devil's advantage to leave you alone. Look at your neighbor and say, start acting like a Christian. <laughs> the devil come, don't get scared. Look at your neighbor and say, shake the devil off. Oh, it might seem like we can't make it, but we know something other people don't know, beloved. People look at the church and say, ain't nothing happening. We ain't got no power. People don't come out of here healed. They don't come saved. They don't come out of here delivered. They go in and sit in the church and lead the church the same way they came. That's not impressing the world today. The world needs to see us doing something. world needs to see powerful things happening in our lives. It may look like we're not going to make it, but looks will fool you, baby. It may seem as if a child of God is on their last leg, but when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, when you're covered with the Word, when you're saturated in a sanctified life, people better not laugh at you, boo. People better not talk about you, baby. 
people better get out of your way because we know how to shake. We know how to shake the devil off. I ain't too cute to shake the devil off. People on your job wonder what you're doing because you didn't stood up from your desk. You in the public bathroom at the grocery store. When the devil comes into your life and jumps you by surprise, I want you to remember this word and fastens himself on you. Child of God, you don't run. The, the Bible says the devil flees from me. I don't run from the devil. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, the Holy Ghost and the devil can't occupy the same space at the same time. Oh, glory to God. All we got to do in our power, and I might as well shake the devil off. Remember the word of God. Stand. When there's nothing else to do, you just stand. Hallelujah. Greater is he who is in me than he who's in the world. You better get off me, devil. Jesus said that he came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. You better get away from me, trouble. Because joy is coming. In the morning, Pastor Paul shook the devil off. Look at your neighbor do this. Take the devil off. And then as we close, verse 6 says that the people were expecting him to swell up and drop dead. See, when you're when you Christian and things not going well, people just be talking. Yeah, but after they had waited a long time and they saw that nothing unusual had happened to him, then... They changed their mind. He was, he, he was something different from any other person they had. There was something different about this man. And they saw it. There ought to be something different about a child of God that people can just see. Paul knew something. When you know that you're always being blessed, you, you can shake the devil off. Any way you bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. People say, what's she grinning for? We know what she been through. We know where she going. What's she grinning for? Because this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And the world can't take it away. Paul knew something that we need to know. You are a child of the king. You can just shake the devil off. Because no weapon formed against us shall prosper. All things in your life are working together for your good because you love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. God is on your side. You don't have to fear 
anybody or anything. God will set a table for you in the presence of your enemy. That's why you need some enemies so you have somebody to invite to your party. He'll make your enemies your footstool. Take the devil off God. His plans for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, beloved. Shake the devil off. Get into God's presence. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. Put on some gospel music throughout the day. Because at his right hand are pleasure. week was some kind of week for me. The devil just kept messing with me last week. I had to get it together. Have my main coin. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Why are you why why are you anxious? Why are you letting all these little things bother you? What is it going on in your life today, Pastor Lydia? What? And then I recognize. It don't take me long. I have a low tolerance for pain and trouble and misery. I don't like that. I be looking for a way out. Some people like to bask in that mess. I be looking for a way out. I be looking for a way out. Lord, stop the pain. Lord, get me out of this mess. Lord, get rid of them people. Keep messing with me. Oh, Jesus. 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 You have to learn to shake. Don't be afraid of them. The Lord, your God himself, will fight our battles. If we just hold our peace, let, let the Lord fight our battles and we shake the devil off. Old song used to say, shake, shake, shake. That's an old song. Shake the devil off. You know that one? Shake got a little beat to it, a little Caribbean beat to it. Do y'all remember that? You so young, baby. You remember that harmony? Harmony said, I've been in church every Sunday all my life. I remember that one, Pastor. Shake the devil. Heart. It says, shake, shake, shake. Sometimes, beloved, you got to move. 